Hi, everybody. So we are going to start a series on communicating the value of chiropractic, um, specifically to parents and patients and practitioners um, when it comes to neurodeflective disorders. So neurodeflective disorders are behavioral learning socialization challenges. And specifically, this first lesson, we're going to talk about something pretty basic that we go over in level one, but it's really reframe. It's basic, but it's actually very powerful. It's simplicity on the far side of complexity. I heard um, somebody say that term. I think it was Patrick Gentempo one time, and I was like, that's amazing. That's exactly correct. Um, and so what this is, is we are saying this. Look, how does chiropractic impact brain development? How does chiropractic impact behavioral learning, socialization, developmental challenges? And here you go. Here's how it is. Here is the opening of the conversation. Here's what we know. We can. Somebody asks you, how does chiropractic help a child with ADHD? Well, Here's what we know. We have to look at what the science tells us. And what we know is we know that the brain is not fully developed at birth. The brain has to move through development in a certain way. Um, the brain moves through development um, in a way from bottom up, back to front, inside out, right to left. We learned that from Dr. Robert Melillo. Great stuff. Um, I like to take it one step further in understanding and giving a visual here and saying, look, the brain has to open up and develop like a flower. Here's some other things we know. We know that the brain actually needs input. The brain needs to have all types of sensory input, movement, smells, sights. We need love. We need touch. We need noise, auditory, verbal stimulation. We need all of this input coming in, being fed to the brain, to the bottom of the brain first, and then it sends information up to the mid and to the top. We process, and then the, and the brain sends information out. That's really simplifying um, what's happening here, but this is the conversation you need to start having. One, we know that the brain is not fully developed at birth. We know it has to move through this trajectory of growth. Two, we know that the brain needs information for being sent to it in order for it to grow. Here's the other thing. We know that it's important that the brain has appropriate information being sent to it so that it can go through appropriate growth and development. So if we have altered sensory input, we know that that can alter the way the brain moves through development. Therefore, altered input alters growth. We know this, and everybody knows this, because they've all heard of, you know, maybe a child who um, wasn't touched um, in early life or was in an orphanage and they were laid on their back and they had bright lights or something like that. We know that if we alter the sensory input, it alters the way or the trajectory in which the brain moves through development. Now here's the kicker. These are things we know, we understand this. There is this thing called a subluxation or a neurostructural shift. This subluxation in your spine alter when we have a bone that shifts out of place, we have altered movement, we have altered range of motion that can potentially happen, and we have altered input coming in and being fed through the nervous system into the brain when that subluxation is present. So if we have a subluxation, it is altering the way the brain is receiving sensory input, information that's being sent to the brain. It is altering that input to the brain. The problem is we already know that altered input alters growth and development. We also know that in conditions like neurodeflective disorders, we have altered trajectory of development. And so we have to look first 
at the way the brain is receiving information. Because if that is altered, we must look there first. We have to start there. And so what we do is we start by looking at for this, this, this primary condition called subluxation. If it's there, we have to correct it. That doesn't mean that's the only thing we're going to need to do or the only um, professional you're going to need to work with. However, we need to make sure that one, if that subluxation is there and the input is altered in the way the brain is receiving information about the outside of the body or outside world, we work to correct that first. And we maintain that healthy state even with the other therapeutic approaches, OT, PT, speech therapy, whatever this child or adult may need, we need to make sure that we have appropriate healthy input, afferent input being fed to the brain. And if that's altered, via subluxation, that is going to be problematic and, and potentially create deflected learning patterns or deflected growth. So start there, start thinking about that. It's actually pretty complex, but it's a very simple way to explain it, to understand it first, and then explain it to um, both other, uh, to other, to parents, to patients, and other practitioners. All right, have fun with that. We've got lots and lots more.